0: everybody that's my radio voice this is kirk slicker on the unredacted town hall vip podcast the ladies have laughed going can we talk we can't talk can we talk we can't talk yeah you can talk no we can't we gotta go go fine go i'm here with uh, my pals drew Maddich and owen brennan the Queen. you know them from other podcasts and from other stuff, and for the next half hour, we're going to talk about I don't know what, because I don't have an agenda, I don't have a schedule, I don't have any rules, fuck it, we're going to do what we want. Hey guys, how are you doing? I'm doing great, I feel like this is the greatest crossover event ever. Normally I have stakes with you on the odd weekends. Exactly. And Drew has stakes with you on the even weekends. Ex- so, so there's a little joint custody going on here. <laughs> exactly, it's like Friends Meet Rockford pot. That's right. And I'm not gonna say who's Jim Rockford or who's uh, Jennifer Aniston. I was more thinking like Magnum PI and Simon and Simon crossover, but you know if you wanna fun story about Simon's and none of us are canon. None none no one's canon. canon. (laughs) The three of us together are canon. All these people are going, I don't know what canon is. He's a giant fat guy. He's Anna Navarro, seventies TV detective. I want to know your Simon and Simon story. Uh, I'll get to that after I talk about Raymond Burr. That is Ironside. I he thought Raymond you're... Burr was a sponsor. I thought we were. But first, Raymond but, Burr. But first, a word from Raymond Burr. Hello, I'm Raymond Burr. I love to have young Thai boys take a giant. Okay, we're going to stop right there. See Irons I... Heroes. No, that was a different one. That was Bob Crane. Bob Crane would look at. Uh, Raymond Burr and go, holy shit, that guy's fucked in the head. Uh, I had a lot of vice cop friends, mm-hmm. right, when I was in the Cal Guard, and especially early on in my career in the 90s, a lot of them had been cops in like the 60s and 70s. They're like, Kurt, you want a stone free? I'm like, not oh, really. Raymond Burr. He used to hire a young boys to come and take a- anyway. We're not going down that road. We already did. I, I now we haven't gone for... Whoa, look. There's a lot more down that road, Drew. Right. To mow There's the lawn. There's a lot yeah. more to fertilize it. Um, <laughs> Raymond Burr, the lovable iron side. Steve Martin in the original Godzilla. Rear 19- window. He was in Rear Window. How apt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, enough of that. Next week, folks, on the Kurt Schlichter Unredacted Podcast, we're doing a deep dive into the lifestyle of Rob I'm sorry, Bob. (laughs) Bob Crane. Crane. Thank you. I I I keep tripoding to get it out. Well, you're from Arizona, so you guys should have a thing. I'm from Arizona. My family. Your family's from Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. You came from Arizona. You've been in Arizona. I have. And uh, you know where it is on a map. Yeah. And of course, Bob Crane was beaten to death with a camera tripod in a shitty hotel in Arizona. In Arizona. So there's. I'm not saying there's eerie parallels. But this shit's eerie. Let's put a bow tie on that and move on. on, on. Simon and Simon. Simon and Simon in 1983. Simon and Simon was on burning up the airways with its uh, brand of sexy action-packed detectives. Jameson Parker and, and uh, 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 Gerald McLean. Gerald McLean. And right. uh, we we're ex- super excited because they filmed it at my university, UC San Diego. And uh, we're just like watching, and I'm as usual drinking uh, Bacardi rum. Because I, I like... one Bic- does. I like Bacardi rum at the time. A lot! And uh, we're, I'm going, hey! I went to class in there! I was in my third world studies class! And that building there that they showed! Literally, it's a principal or something. A professor, he's a murderer and something. That was, that was exactly what happened. And exactly my voice at age 18. So... Uh we're wandering. We're we're, we're we're lost! We're 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 adrift. But let's let's redrift or undrift as the case may be. We got so much news to talk about. There's so many things going on. But I like to bring you people with unique insights into various things. So let's start with Owen Brennan, who works with a lot of candidates. He knows a lot of stuff. And uh What's ahead of us for 2022? I like, uh, if, if you're a Republican, you look at 2022 with a smile. It is a, there's opportunity abounds. Uh Kamala, the Kamala Harris Or oh, as yes, I call it sort of clock watcher Harris. Right, yes, the Kamala Harris administration it is uh, going to overextend itself. and it keep overextending itself. And if you are a Republican, you are, if you are uh, a uh, even an independent or Democrat mother of three living in the suburbs of Illinois, deep in blue America. Uh, I don't think there are any Democrat mothers of three. Most of them are pr- frigid and alcoholic. Well, you know. And barren. Well, uh, they have some children. Yeah. Who are coming home. Not their husbands. And saying, Mommy, we are. Same. Mommy, Mommy, my teacher told me I'm a racist. And mommy, my, my teacher told you you're a racist. We're all racists. And, like, literally this is happening across the country right now, and suburban moms are flipping their shit. And it doesn't matter if they're Republicans, Democrats, or Independents, this is becoming a number one issue. But on the other hand, are they going to vote on it? That is, if somebody goes, I like Trump, and I'll stop them from indoctrinating your children call me racist bullshit, will the mommies go, but my insurrection, I better vote for the communists. No, I mean, this is actually fl- moving people to a, a poll. Would you support, not support, maybe consider support for... Uh-huh. For somebody, uh, who, uh, someone who would... Who is right. presumably a concern. Yes. So you're saying that if, if someone would poll these Democrat suburban wine women, which they desperately need... Hey! Yo. Those are the hard polls. Oh, yes. Yes, because... See, I'm 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 questioning the sexual adequacy of their husbands, liberal males. Um, do you really think they're gonna vote for Bobby? They'll vote for anything that will stop this from happening. They they feel threatened in the home. Right? Okay. For what we live in Los Angeles, so we see tent cities, and we see this encroaching on our homes. When your children come home and say, Mommy, you're a racist, mommy wants to know what the fuck is going on in school. But you know what they do. They run. In the center to get the votes and then then they do what they're going to do they're sort of like cock teases except the relative yeah, except there are times when the pendulum swings too far one way and this is the pendulum has swung way too far we have been gaslit for the past three years well more than that russia 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 uh Impeachment one, impeachment like Marcia, two. Marcia, Marcia. Yes, that's exactly what that's exactly what it's like. Okay. Uh, with CNN and MSNBC, Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all they paid attention to was Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. They didn't yeah. pay attention to the 120 uh conservative judges that uh President Trump put on the federal courts. You know, they told. Totally- we'll talk about the assault weapons decision in just a minute. Go on. Yeah. Stand no. by for guns. <laughs> Um yeah, no, people are going to turn out for this. This is an issue much like the contract for America, where people said they were fed up with the way the status quo was going. We were promised something else by the Democrats, and now Biden and the Harris are delivering the worst case scenario for everyday Americans. Now now oh, and I've no at least at least Kamala's taking care of the board. <laughs> Kamala! Kamala la. Come a lot with come a lot. Not come on. Willie Brown. See, I you always like both racists. No, I always liked Willie Brown. I always respected him and as a lot as Willie. And the fact that he could lay pipe. Mm. I mean, that guy, I mean, he wields a penis, and I respect that. I All stepped props on. to the peen. I stepped on your joke, which reminds me of like you're one you're of the Well, he steps on his penis because it's so large. Because he satisfies anyway. Haley Barber once said, I I heard him say, that in politics it's okay to step on your dick. Just don't jump up and down on it. So there's a little crossover there on that. This is like the crossover episode. Welcome to Penis Talk here on Unredacted, which is truly unredacted tonight. We've had uh, Raymond Burr's lifestyle. We've had people tripping over their members. It's anything goes. Could they insert the Saturday Night Live penis song here? Is it Saturday Night Live? Well, I know there's I a lot of Python penis. Penis, series. penis, 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 all day long. Penis, 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 penis. No, that's that's that song from uh, Born on the Fourth of July. The <laughs> musical. With uh, with Tom Cruise. What's <laughs> that? That was an episode. Penis! See, that was showstopping. The penis. Yeah. That's why we have the fourth of You're welcome! Everybody's like... I paid money for Town Hall VIP. That's Town Hall vip penis. Well, Yeah, exactly. What does VIP stand for? Look, if you Very got... Very impressive penis. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you... People pay a lot more for those. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, a lot of people are going, I can't believe this. Or people are going, this is the content I want! But, no. Look, let's get back to the polling. The the poll polling, not the sexual innuendo. Um, What you're saying is not just shit you're making up. You've seen actual numbers. We have seen actual movement and behavior. Right? Polling no longer is about targeting, like, a group that you put in a bucket called Soccer Moms. It's knowing that, you know, Sally Smith lives at uh, 673 Sheldon Avenue has voted in three of the past four elections, and she has three kids living in her home. She's voted Democrat, Republican, Democrat. She was a Obama voter. She was a Trump voter. That's a person who is probably upset with the fact that her children are coming home and saying that she's a racist, daddy's a racist, her older brother's a racist, and she doesn't know why she's a racist. Well, actually, you're telling me something that's even more interesting than uh, tacky penis jokes, which, hard to believe... But I'm going I'm to leave. I'm going to leave the genital junk on the on the table for a minute, so to speak. That's a triple entendre. That's like a quadruple entendre. What you're telling me, and I think this is interesting. A lot of people don't know it. Polling is not just getting a rough percentage, forty-seven percent. Polling is I can scrape data of social media, various databases, including electoral databases, and tell you with a reasonable amount of certainty, but every individual is going to vote for. Yeah, no, polling is kind of the old stuff. It's predictive modeling is the new stuff. And that is like understanding that where, what's the difference? Well, predictive modeling is I know where you live. I know who you vote. I know what you consume. I know what car you drive. And I know exactly how to put an ad in front of you. And where does that information come from? There are literally 20,000 data points online about you that I can access. 85 85 of... <laughs> 80, I'm not happy about that. 85 data points will tell me within 90% of whether or not which way you're going to vote. There's another 100 that we can get to about 96, 97, 98% certainty of which way you're going to you vote. You think you can figure to about a 98% certainty using publicly available databases how each individual is going to vote. Yes. But knowing that we put the right message in front of them... And, and how do you pool this to make it sort of manageable yet still accurate. um it, I'm a creative. Like, our data guys take care of that. I'm not a data guy, but this is how the data works now. So, well, like, and have, by the way, Obama was the first one. So, President Obama uh, had famously, like, nine uh, silos that he put voters into. When we were working on the Ted Cruz presidential race, There's a story about how in Iowa, where Ted Cruz went from 6% name ID to winning the Iowa caucus. We built silos, our data team, not me, our data team, WPA uh, Intelligence, built silos, and they were able to identify the six likely Cruz caucus goers whose number one issue was the legalization of fireworks. That's how granular information exists. Ed Cruz has a position on the legalization of fireworks. I don't believe oh, we s- did after you guys said, you better have one. Those six people. No, we actually, I don't, I don't believe we ever served ads about the legalization of fireworks to those six people, but we could have. So what you, so here, here's why I'm interested in it. You, you guys scrape data from multiple data points, which come from. Scraping sounds inelegant. Like it just exists. It's like picking apples. It's you all got- out there. You know, it's like we know what magazines you subscribe to. We know what car you drive. You have, you have a, you, you have a set where of. Does right. this, where does this come from? Um, it's on. It's right there. It's right right in here in the internet. What in the interweb? Yeah. In here, right. Oh, that's right there. Yeah, Don't, this thing you can rub it. So, so would somebody subscribing to Town Hall VIP? We know not that. Only, you would know that, and because so you'd say, okay, probably conservative, probably sexually potent. Attractive, intelligent, uh, like a horse. Yeah, maybe (laughs) equivalent for for women. Uh, But but you take these. But isn't some of it stereotyping? I mean, we could have some bulwark staffer who's you know sexually dysfunctional listening in on this and you know, monitoring us and wanting to... But yeah, we also know that their email address is um, impotent at bulwark.com it, 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 or it. cuckshed.com. Cut. So we, we sort of peel them away from... But you community. have to use algorithms to do that. I mean, somebody doesn't sit there for each individual going, okay, conservative, okay, liberal, correct. Okay, but there... Yeah, so, I mean, you, at some point you get to generalizations, but I, everything, it's no longer, literally, it's no longer buckets. It's no uh-huh. longer buckets of, like, soccer moms. Mm-hmm. We're not communicating. We're not hoping to put an ad on 60 Minutes on Sunday night that hits soccer moms in their hearts. Okay. We're going to put an ad on a woman who has three children, one of which plays soccer, but she has 10 cities within a mile of her, and she her phone, it's going to pop up and it's, before she watches a YouTube video. And it's possible to do that. Because YouTube and Facebook allow you to target that way. Yes. Do you have access to their algorithms or do you have to tell them what to do? Talk to the data guys. I'll get you the data guys. No, I mean, I, I don't like the data guys. I'm boring. You're interesting. You got wine. You got a beard. Everything's going well. Um, by the way, my pandemic beard grows really quickly. It's very nice. It's pointy. Yeah. No. I like that. Somebody called me, Satan. Satan. somebody called me rabbi yesterday. You just called me Satan. So that's I'm good. in a weird place. <laughs> well, am in that's... a weird place. I need help. It's nice. Well, you you definitely have a lot of wisdom. If you're on my roof with a violin, I'm going to be like, okay, little <laughs> little much. But um, all right. Well, that's that's interesting. stuff. now, Drew, you're kind of in the entertainment thing. How do you guys figure out when when you have a product? When you have, and I I don't want to call art a product, but art is a product, at least in artism. Do you, is it purely a creative venture or do you think who exactly is this going to appeal to and have a bunch of data guys out there saying all right we want to appeal to this demographic there's uh there, there's a lot there's a lot of consideration given to the demographic Obviously. I mean um we have uh, you know i mean there there are there are shows there are shows out there right now that are you know sort of being considered for you know additional additional seasons because of their performance in a certain demographic, and so they, they're 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 very narrow into that for sure. So they so well the thing is everything's so expensive. Yes, I mean I mean we were talking a little earlier about what it would take to take the Kelly Turnbull books, which you should buy, and if you haven't, you're you're, you're wrong. Uh, you take. Uh, e- you take People's Republic, the first one, eight eight episodes for, like, a, a series season. Mm-hmm. You know, Kelly Turnbull gets his mission, goes, completes his mission, comes out. Um, about eight, eight, eight episodes. The good news is the opening scene is, actually exists now. Yes, yeah, yeah. so the <laughs> opening scene, the shootout in yeah. Los Angeles. You yes. don't have to do anything. Yeah, we, we just, yeah they just go, we just, and film know what's going on. We literally run and gun that. Don't buy a permit Gorilla filmmaker. Take your iPhone. Yeah, take just, the iPhone yeah. and do it. Well, you yeah. get a lot of shaky cam. You would yeah. a lot of shaky yeah. cam. It's, way, it's hard. probably just shoot off a couple of rounds anyway. Nobody would notice. Right. I, I got the guns. But um, the, uh, the thing is, you, you were saying, well, you know, you want to do it right. Five to eight million bucks an episode. That's like it forty is. million I mean, dollars. Look, but I mean, that's I a mean, lot of money, even for me. Uh, I have a different. I have a, a, <laughs> I really. I don't want to like. Like I don't want to tell Hollywood how to do this, but I have a vision that really is more about like finger puppets, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just kind of going. You know, you like um, what are those things called? made in the uh, when we were kids, and like a pan, not a panorama thing, yeah. like a shoebox. A shoebox. Shoe oh, you make a shoebox a diorama. Dioramas, yes finger puppets and dioramas. I this is it great. It's gold, Jerry. So, so it, gold! So, so is it a mystery science theater of 3000 you found it? No, 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 Actual finger puppets in a diorama. Hi, I'm Kelly Turnbull. Big game! Big game! Big game! Fuck you, liberal! Big game! I actually wrote a script, and that's literally the script. Finger puppets up on the Highway 15. Highway you know, up in, on the 15th. In DeVore. In DeVore. Yeah. yeah. A lot of shooting. Uh, a lot of. Uh, okay. We'll put a... Like you said, we'll put a thing in that. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it it just seems super expensive to do things. So you want... And, and people are like, I can't believe they're using all this data for carpet companies to try and figure out what they're going to do when it destroys art. But... You know, art versus like $40,000, $40, 000, $40 million. I think I'm going to want some info before I throw down $40 million. Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. Does, do, now, I guess, I guess uh, the input from people, the data, so to speak, uh, affects what you're going to make and what you aren't. Does it affect how you're going to write a, a script? Are you going to do a plot? I I think still the 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 creative is still what what drives it. I mean, what the, the, the story that the the story that the filmmaker wants to tell is still is so in, still in, drive. In many cases, Hollywood is still visionary driven, not necessarily. I think it is. I mean, in 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 the micro, I think I, I, in the macro, I think it is. I mean, um, I I bet you there are focus groups on what the right Avengers thing to. You know, do I want Weasel Man? You know, to die? What's the audience say? Yeah, we well, got forty-two percent saying no. Okay, well, we'll keep them for the series. Right, but but at the same time, the the, the studios are still very deferential to what the filmmakers want to do. I mean, yes, they're going to have their 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 input uh-huh. and their comments, but they're still very deferential to what to what the the filmmakers, in the case of features, and the showrunners and writers in TV. You know the stories they want to tell. I would think that the showrunners, as so I understand it, you get a visionary and you throw a ton of money at him, and you know try and help him come to his vision. And of course, they're often crazy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I would think you get more freedom in TV because there's less money at stake. Though so it's still a tremendous amount of money. And. the There's, there's, um, there's, I think there's more freedom because there are just, there's just such a breadth of TV shows. And, 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 yeah, so I, I think that's right. And it's, you know, you're making a lot of smaller bets as opposed to, like, one big bet on a Fast and Furious. (laughs) Yeah, like, like you want an artist doing Fast and Furious. You got that. We got that guy who did Lars Hartrey's Fast and Furious Flag. I mean, Fast and Furious line's <laughs> coming, and it's going to be huge. No, it did what? 40 million in China? Yeah. Because oh, did John Cena uh, yeah. basically the blew moral moral yes. yeah. the world sex on the Chinese. On the Wang, if, so to speak. <laughs> he blew the Wang. Oh, my God. Do you think there'll be any fallout in Hollywood over that? Or is everyone going, what a good idea? But it's. It's you know, it's a lot of smaller bets and on a lot of channels. I mean you've got Paramount Plus now. You've got food. I don't even you've know got, what that is. You've got Is that a thing? Paramount Plus is Yellowstone. Might, uh, Yellowstone, yeah. Wait, I want Yellowstone great. somewhere. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe on okay. Paramount There's Maybe on Paramount Plus, I don't like it now. Yeah, I mean it used to be C B S all Access, it's now Paramount Plus and and then you've got then you've got Warner's and Discovery and uh, I mean Everybody's got a streaming show. I know there's uh yeah, there's something I wanna there was something like The Gangs of London and Hugh you was talking about. I'm like, Oh, well, I'll try and find it. No, I not Netflix, on Amazon, where it's like AMC plus. I'm like, there's an AMC plus apparently it has all fifteen freaking uh uh or Walking Dead movies. I'll take it word for that. What a piece of shit. Anyway. Still all, all I know yeah. is I love watching my Hell's Kitchen reruns on Pluto TV. <laughs> TV. Hell's Kitchen on Pluto TV. Hell's Kitchen twenty four seven on its own channel. Oh, that's yeah, one, one of the Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, okay. One through I, I was thinking it was like a gritty crime drama. Oh no, no, Instead, it's no. a you know gritty saute. It is, a, it in is a, Irish. Is a 19, uh, it is a nineteen forty New York. It is. It is a brilliant reality, reality You know, I love the reality shows, or at least some of them. Like, uh, uh, I loved American Idol. And people are like, why would you like American Idol? You don't like shitty singing. You don't like, you know, regular pop music. You, you don't like any of that. I like Simon Cowell telling people. You, I like Simon Cow going, Cal you're not good at this. We're the we're number one okay. show on the network. and, and, and you If I put you on there, we will be a a Lancelot, <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I like Gordon Ramsay telling every race, creed, or color, you suck. Yeah, and and it's it's not like I hate you. It's like you just suck. You're now, just not good enough. Now you can accept that you're not good and, enough. You can try harder. Maybe or, succeed and, or fail. And you can be good enough. But you, you today here you are. This is the place. You're not good enough. And no one else says that in American society. Everyone else says you're, you're valid, and I want you, and I know it. I love, your your you know your 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 you will be fresh and tasty and special, and and that's not how things are. It's a lie, and and people lie to each other in our culture. And you know, I mean, certainly Simon Cowell and uh, Gordon Ramsay could be more pleasant. But why would you be pleasant? In, in, in because people would misunderstand you. And it's television. And it is television. But I, I always loved it that they just said, no, I think our society desperately needs I think that's why, tell me if I'm wrong, Owen, people like Ron DeSantis. Because I think this guy's got Asperger's. I don't think he picks up on the social cues where he's supposed to suck up to people. I think he goes, no, you, you, you suck. You yeah. can't say that. Well, I just did. I don't understand why. And by the way, I'm going to do what I want, and I don't care what you say. Yeah, no, I don't think it takes Asperger's to say, I don't give a shit what you think. Like I and think it helps. helps. Well, but I think you take Ronald Reagan, Rudy Giuliani, Bill O'Reilly. Like people just don't give a shit, and they do their own thing. They lean into their own talent. They do their own vision. They win. I, I I think that's true. I think I I think Giuliani and Reagan had a little different vibe, but maybe they had a lot more in common. In this in this case, it takes a lot more to say no, because our society is not used to saying no. It was like my plan for the homeless, which is, you can't live here. Right. And at which point people go, well, where will they go? I, say, I, I I don't care. They they can't live here. You don't get to live on my street. You don't get to occupy the parks my kids play in. You don't get to shit on the uh, on the sidewalk. You don't get to drop your hypodermic needles in the gutter. And you you don't, don't get to, to do you any don't get to of beat that. to each other up on the beach, Yes. You don't get to do any of that. You well, do. what are they supposed to do? I, I don't care. But they're not doing that. You do not have a right. You do not have a right to sleep on the sidewalk. That right does not exist. Not a thing. And we're not going, and you are going to get three choices. The police are going to come and you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to rehab. You're going to go to an insane asylum, which I think we need more of. Or you're going to just go. But you're not going to be here, and I'm not going to apologize, and I'm not going to explain, and I'm not going to take responsibility for finding you a fucking house! You know, the rest of us figure out how to fucking support ourselves and our family, get off your ass, put down the crack pipe, bitch, and fucking make it happen! Thank you. I do there. Do you think I should run for something? Um, uh, no. Well, if there's a bottle of wine, you can run and grab. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of wine, well, we got to fill you guys in on the wine. Drew, tell us about the steaks. I think this was the finest steak you've ever made. With. Okay, we uh, let's see. Kurt had a a fantastic ribeye, about a, about a fifteen ouncer from Costco. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. Was, Owen had a New York strip from Costco. It was beautiful. One of the finest steaks I've had. Nice. I had a I had a ribeye from Costco. The ladies had some filet mignons. Uh, it cooked perfectly on the grill. Now, you don't, you don't, uh, 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 reverse serum like I do. You do them on the grill. And you pay attention to them. You're constantly fucking with them. Oh, I mean, it's like, okay, I, 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 it, it's like, okay, we're, we're two and a half minutes the first, you know, first half, the first quarter, then another two, then you flip them, and then it's, you know, two minutes for this one, 45 seconds for that one, and they all eventually just come out. Yeah, there's none of this uh, bullshit about uh, 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 you know just leave it there. You're you're constantly touching them, constantly poking them, checking them, timing them, uh, and and it paid off. I I cut into that and It was just absolutely perfect. I don't know, a couple uh, of them might have been a been little rare, but I think everybody liked uh, no, them. by the way, the good uh cross sear on them as well. Those, yeah, oh, the oh, cross. You got you, cro- you gotta do the cross. you gotta do the You gotta do the marking. You have to. You uh have that to. was that, that was beautiful. Uh and then you did a Manchego broc- rice okay. broccoli rice okay. broccoli rice or rice I, broccoli. I, okay. I did rice broccoli, which is uh I think I think it's Jolly Green Giant rice broccoli. <laughs> it's Only available at Walmart. Yeah, oh, they just yes. make it into rice. Yeah, they. It's like they, a green take, rice. Yeah, they take broccoli and they make it into like little tiny pieces. The the by the way, the rice uh, constituent may they, they sue you for calling bro- rice broccoli. They're doing that to cauliflower. They you can't call it rice cauliflower. You God, everything is so fucking stupid. Well, okay. So we do the rice broccoli. We, <laughs> we, we 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 put some butter in a saucepan, put some rice broccoli in there, put some chicken stock, cook it down, add some manchego cheese, and you've got this really cool. Delicious. Delicious with some salt, and it's, it and, really came out well. And it went cool. perfectly with your salad, which you threw some avocado in, which I think really helped. Avocado heirloom tomatoes. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, then your and uh, red wine vinaigrette. Yeah, you know, with some red wine and. And we've got Arena's Nutella pie, by up. which I mean she bought it, and Victor uh, Bennett's bakery. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be nice. So uh, tell us about well, the wines. Everybody always, always wants to know our wines. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to go get those. Talk about it. I'm going to go get those. Okay. Well, we had two wines. Two. We had Sarlouis. We had five wines. We had like three oh, rosés. Well, we had three, three rosés. Holy shit. I don't even remember the rosé. Well, I'm driving, so I can't have any of this stuff. Okay. Or we had, any substantial we amount We of. had We had uh, three different rosés. We started with... Well, you guys did. I watched. We, we, no, you had a little of everything. I, I had a taste. Hey, no, we, we started with... We need to edit this out for the... Uh, we started with a ter- fine. And started <laughs> off with a Tercero, since uh tercero Rosé 2020 made from Sinso, which is a uh um, which is a southern Rhône grape. And but this one was actually grown I out of Cinso was a, uh, a a Chinese uh war philosophy. Um no, that's on C, so. Okay. Um so th- that's that's made by a friend named Larry Schaefer out in Santa Barbara, right? Uh, he's, his, his winery is in Los Olivos. Go visit. I believe it's Los Olivos. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fucking um, with people. <laughs> then, uh, then we had a rose from Napa from Realm Cellars called Le Fay. 2020 rose. And then, um, a 2019 rose from Kiami in Paso Lovelace. I've been to Kiami, have Llama we we have Mario have O'Connor would have loved it. Keomi Ranga, the reds. <laughs> I have got it, a Keomi at the house. The reds were oh, cool. uh, the reds were a Sarlootsen son uh Cabernet called Courage uh which was uh which was in honor of the grandfather of the winemaker. Um and uh it, it's uh, in grateful memory out of it. it's uh, it, it's it looks like an officer's badge on the uh uniform uh, Yep. And then, and then, uh, because Kurt has a new, uh, book coming out in yes. June or July. It's gonna be July. I mean, I'm gonna, it's gonna take a little while longer. I gotta put what? What's the book called? It's gonna be The Split. Okay. And holy shit. What happens? Okay, what happens? Uh, Gen, he, in general. He, he goes into the, uh, blue He tennis. joins, he becomes a cheerleader and does the splits. Exactly. It's, uh, it, it's painful. It kind of goes. Rips his testes. Uh, he, uh, lots of shooting. Uh, you, you read the first chapter, which I, I, I reread today as I was it i I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's pretty, I think it's, I think it's a good I good. think, I, I think I only had one note. And, and I think that was to reset the play beads.
1: Yeah, More splits.
0: More splits. Month. Anyway, the, the, the fifth wine, the fifth wine tonight was a 2010 Turnbull oh! Cabernet from Calistoga Napa Valley, Aminas Vineyard, 2010. That uh, was some good stuff. Tremendous. Delicious. Tremendous. I have seen the Turnbull brand out there. I've never had one. I wasn't, I didn't know about it. I was like, huh, I knew it existed. Um, I'm just starting to get those. I have a few of those in the cellar. I'm just starting to get into, you know, 2010, 2009. So you keep the old stuff. I'll be yeah. 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 Oh, no, no only 2000. 2011 got some of those, but 2011 was a lesser year. But those 2011s are starting to come come around. Yeah. That's uh, oh yeah. So so. Anyway, so, you guys have got 35 minutes of powerful excitement. My friends, we have to, we actually have, to we have to. do another 40 seconds to get to 35 minutes. Well, I'm sure I'll get there by the time I close it out, Owen Brennan, of Madison McQueen. Thank you for your insights into what's happening in politics. I learned something tonight. At Owen Brennan. At Owen Brennan on uh, the Twitter. The or at Drew Maddich. On the I'm, Twitters. although although my my tweets are protected right now, um, you're not doing. I'm I'm, I'm not kind of out there right now. I'll be I'll be back later no. in the year, but I'm not right. protected right now. Okay, nothing wrong with that. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I, however, I am open for business, like the wife of a bulwark worker or a wife when the uh, guys are coming over to do construction work on the house. I like the open way open for you, business. You use your hands. I like the way you. Hi guys, want to take a break in my butt? So anyway, you did it. Ahoy! 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 Ahoy. Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm glad I could share this special time with you on uh, Town Hall VIP's Unredacted podcast with Kurt Schlichter. I know it was for adults only. But you're all adults. We're all adults here. We're all sophisticated. We're all swinging cats. We all know what the score is. Yeah, baby! Hey, baby! Um, Follow me on Twitter. Go to my locals community. Join that because all... That sounds dirty. I know, right? All the stuff happens. Is that your swinger site? It is a swinger site. If you want my daily morning report where I do a little video report every single freaking morning, that's what you want. If you don't know your VIP... Uh, membership gives you access to the stream of purchases, seven-minute video that comes out every Friday. It's usually insane because I don't hold is that, back. Is that Town Hall VIP? It's Town Hall VIPs, I do that. Yeah, VIPs man, it's, it's awesome. Like I get my one Wednesday free for call? being a guest. You know? Jeez, oh, no. why are you fucking? No. Why are you no. both fucking with me? All right, guys. Uh, wait, how, wait, how much are they paying you for this episode? Holy shit. <laughs> All right, I got to go eat my Nutella pie, and that's not a euphemism, or is it? See you next time on Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast starring Kurt Schlechter. Thank you, guests Owen Brennan and Drew Madich. We'll chat again next week. Bye-bye.